Okay. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Today was a good day. Had good news from my publishing company that's helping me self-publish. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in a very long time, <laughs> I got some really good advice about um how to produce your own audiobook. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh my God, I can actually benefit from this information. <laughs> because this publishing company, they usually help people who do autobiographies and informative stuff. And I'm just like, mm, I just want to create a world where people can escape. And I really don't know how to <laughs> market that. <laughs> So that was me. How about you, Amiri? I I feel like I've been super productive today, but the only thing I can remember is like taking a nap. Okay. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, a good nap helps the brain think. Right. Like, you know, I, I don't really need, need my brain to think all that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it did a good job. I mean, today we are able to finish two books. That's true. And that is... My bad. <laughs> Tell me about it. So, initially, this episode was supposed to be about Beloved by Toni Morrison. Mm -hmm. And I convinced Ebony to read this book with me because I was like, no, this is one of those, like, really good, important books. And, like, I'm all about reading books that I feel like are important, like, staples of American literature. Right. I did not tell Ebony that I have been trying to read this book for the past 10 years. Yes. So whenever I was reading it, because you had um, pitched me the idea of her other book, The Bluest Eye. Right. Which is one of my favorite books. Right. As you keep saying. Mm -hmm. But no, we were going to be beloved. <laughs> because beloved at a movie. So I was like, oh, we can finish the book. We can watch the movie. We'll do a nice compare and contrast. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll be good. Super ideal. I started reading it, and I was just like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> it, it is a hard read. And Ebony would, like, come to my house and, like, look at the cover that, like, my book was just sitting on the dining room table because mm -hmm. I would I would take it to work every day with me to read. Mm -hmm. And I would read one page, and I'd be like, I cannot do this. I cannot force myself to do this. She's like, oh, I'm way ahead of you. And I'm like, yeah, you'll be way ahead of me. <laughs> And I was confused as I was going through this journey because I'm just like, okay, I'm going to power through because I mean, you said that she had already read this. So I'm playing catch up and I'm just like, I caught up. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's easy to catch up when you start reading like in the fifth chapter. Yes. So. So instead we did one of our recommendeds. She recommended the chain and guess what guys? I read it. But... She read the Within These Wicked Walls by Lauren Blackwood and loved it. I did. Ebony was like, okay, so since you made me read The First Time with Beloved, you now are going to be tasked to read a fantasy novel. Yes. And it was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I was really worried because, so we decided to switch books Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I had gotten sick. Sunday yeah and so I didn't even start reading until Wednesday mm -hmm. and I like picked up this book and I was like okay like, you gotta do it you're running out of time yeah. you gotta have it read by Saturday and when I tell you the first day that I picked it up I read straight through 100 pages I read my entire lunch break like I did not look up and I was like oh my gosh this is so good yeah I was actually able to do what all the others weren't I was able to get you to read a fantasy book and love it. You did. You did. But I think the reason why I love this book is because it doesn't, in 
The thing about fantasy books with me is that when I think fantasy, I'm thinking like Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm thinking like you gotta create this whole world and you need to create all the concepts of a world, like how they talk in different languages. Yeah, super high fantasy. Su- exactly. And I don't have the capacity for that. I don't yeah. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But the only real fantastical elements in this book are like the way that they are cleansing manifestations Mm -hmm. but the way that they're doing it just reminded me of exorcisms Mm -hmm. and I grew up in the Pentecostal church so I've heard stories of like my grandfather and my uncles going out and like casting out demons from people and Mm -hmm. performing exorcisms so I was like that just seems like real life that seems like things I've heard before so it doesn't even put me in the headspace of like (sighs) so i do have a question so whenever you saw the cover Mm -hmm. and whenever i recommended it to you what did you think it was going to be about i thought she was going to be a housekeeper oh dear yeah (laughs) not like in a like you know a person of color in a book should be a housekeeper or anything like that but you had given me kind of like a quick pitch to read the book you're like no she has to go in the house and cleanse it but oh. so, you so I was thinking, oh, she's a house cleaner. Yeah. That makes sense. And, I did say that. Yeah, and maybe there's like some kind of magical beast that lives in the house. She's like to clean up after the beast, or yeah. like maybe it's something like that. I was like, oh, okay, she's a house cleaner. Mm-hmm. A very, a really cute house cleaner. Like she's really pretty on the cover. Yeah, she's got a scar, so I was like, I'm interested to figure out about that. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I thought she was just going to be a house cleaner. <laughs> I was confused about where the fantasy was coming in. Right. Yes, so I had got that book um, probably back in October. It's like a thriller fantasy type pitch on Twitter, which is where I like... You get all your book information? Yes. So I was just like, oh, hey, you know, it's been a minute and I want to check it out. I've never read a thriller by a Black author before, so this will be fun. It was very fun. It was so nice. It was like... I don't know. So whenever I was reading through it, I was getting super bad vibes from her trainer, her mentor. Cause I was Jim just like, Yeah, I was just like, oh my god, what did he do to her? Yeah, because it's really like, it's subtle. Yeah. It's like, she's like, okay, like, you know, I can't really go back. Like, I left him. And people were always like, why did you leave him? He is the best Deptra in the world. And He's the best trainer you could have. And she's just like, negative. I had to go. Couldn't stay there. Couldn't <laughs> no, stay no, there. No, no, it was a bad time. And then, like, her whole thought process is that he bought her from her parents. Yeah. To treat her badly. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you, you kind of go into, like, she's got some real bad daddy issues. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, he's supposed to be my father. He bought me from my parents for what reason? To train me. Mm-hmm. But he treated me awful my entire life. Yeah. But she's fine out. It was just like, no, he was just, like, super strict. Mm-hmm. Like, super, super strict, and, like, he punished accordingly, mm-hmm. and unfortunately for him, he has, like, a drinking drug abuse mm-hmm. issue, but that's only because of the pain and PTSD that, that he, he was caused. Through. Yeah. Like, this is just going to be, like, a spoiler episode, because <laughs> I feel like we can't really talk about the book without having to, like, kind of be like, okay, and... This is why. Yes, and this is everything that happened. Right. Because, like, when you get towards the end, you find out that 
like sometimes the evil eye, the manifestation can come in the shape of a hyena, mm-hmm. like a hyena demon mm-hmm. that is seeking out targets, killing, and only like a master debitra can kill them. Yeah. yeah. And he is one of the four in like entire history that's done it. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one alive because the other three have killed themselves yeah. after doing so. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the curse that comes along with it, too, mm-hmm. is, like, crazy. And, like, I was just, like, in my head, I was just, like, what happened to this sweet woman that she got mixed up in all of this? Because, clearly, she loved Jimbert. Mm-hmm. So, I was just, like, oh, no. But, obviously, like, the bad thing did happen to her. Mm-hmm. And that's how everything happened to be. Yeah. And, like, the fact that she was basically a puppet mm-hmm. for the evil eye. It's so sad. Yeah. Especially because she is reanimated in the body of Magnus, who is, like, the heir to this, like, I don't want to say throne, but, like, fortune. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just your run-of-the-mill, like, rich kid. Rich kid. Yeah. You know, rich daddy. But... It's coming as his mother that he knows is dead. Yeah. And you kind of have to know that, like, once the house is cleansed of, like, the evil eye, like, your mother has to die again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Andromeda is a badass. Yeah, she's so well-written. Like, she's such a likable character. Mm-hmm. You root for her the entire novel. Mm-hmm. I never think she makes a bad decision. <laughs> I'm like, whatever she does, she's doing it because she knows it's right. Yeah, she's going to stand by it 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, even if people are like, you will die. She's like, no, I got it. No, I'm going to go help my friends. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your concern. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, that's like your opinion of what might happen. Mm-hmm. But with all the evidence behind you. But I know it's going to have a good ending. So, so I'm just going to do it. Yeah. If that's cool with you. Mm-hmm. And I love that empathy is kind of her downfall and her superpower. Yeah. Because, like, in the cover, you see she has, like, a scar coming from her mouth. And mm-hmm. she got that because she was trying to stick up for another person. Mm-hmm. And she got sliced up. Mm-hmm. And Jimber, is, like, tells her, like, empathy is not a survival skill. Like, you do not need to feel <laughs> bad for people. You only worry about yourself. Like, yes. Maybe I I should just let let you out there and let them kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't show empathy. But like, she's just like she can't help it. Yeah. Like she really tries. You can tell in the beginning of the book she's like trying not to get connected with Magnus mm-hmm. or Peggy or Saba or mm-hmm. anybody. She's just like I'm here to do my job, get this money, get my license, and yes. leave. Yes, that's all I want to do. That's it. But she ends up getting so intertwined with every character, even people you don't think she would, like Kalayla. Mm-hmm. Like, I love their, like, random budding friendship at the end because you go from, like, it's a definitely an enemy to friendship type arc. Yes. But it's so, like, she loves being in relation with other people. And I think because she did not get that mm-hmm. growing up under Jimber, who was like, Fin for yourself. Like, like I'm not just, your, we're here to survive. We're here to survive. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So she loves being in a relation. And I love how every relationship plays out in the story with her. Mm-hmm. Even Jimber, like how he softens towards yeah. her. And it's like, 
even in the one moment where he just like had to be an actual parent and he was like hey don't don't do that yeah. what you're doing right now do not do that mm-hmm. ever like you will remain a virgin nothing is gonna yeah. go there <laughs> don't do that don't do that keep your legs closed no <laughs> like no we're not doing that so i was just like oh hey he never touched her gotta make sure (laughs) you gotta make sure and the fact that he bought her I think was it like cause her mother was like in a whorehouse or something so he didn't even buy her he stole her Oh, like he cause you go through the whole book thinking Jimber bought her I guess cause he wanted an apprentice right but so when she's like why did you buy me like if you didn't want me and he's like I didn't buy you I stole you he's like your parents sold you to a brothel that's what happened yeah he was like I was watching you like go in hand in hand you were so young and little with your parents and I ran in and grabbed you and we almost got caught because you still wouldn't stop talking And then it was just like, hey, I tried to give you away. You came back. Yeah, you came back. He's like, I tried to put you in orphanages. You would always find me. And then she's all like, mm, better to devil, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I guess. <laughs> I tried to get rid of you, kid. Like, like, I've been trying to get rid of you. But towards the end of the book, he is definitely softening up. And I think it's because his relationship with, like, Saba is happening at the same time so like he's kind of letting his guards down he's kind of seeing like Andromeda is going to do fine on her own like I don't have to worry about her mm-hmm. but there is a moment where he tells her like before I saw you like I was on my way to kick myself too like I was gonna drink myself to death I was gonna end it because like the PTSD that comes from like cleansing that hyena is so hard, which is why he's the only one left standing. Yeah. He's like, but I saw you and it really gave me something to live for. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really sweet moment. It was a really nice full circle because I was the whole book. I'm like, so why did you want her? Why did you take her? Like, why yeah. did you care to take her from a brothel? Like, good. Because uh, like a child should not be exactly. sold to a brothel. But right. Like, why? Why? What did yeah. you want her? Like, what about her? Which yeah. is like, no, 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 no. Despite all this. the other children. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and then, like, at that moment, I was thinking, okay, so maybe it was just a Samaritan thing mm-hmm. where because it just happened that that one child happened mm-hmm. to happen in front of you, you were just like, okay, I, I can't just let this happen in front of me. Right. It's just like, if you see a kid getting snatched on the road, you're just like, hey, no. Hey, no, please don't do that. Like, it's going to haunt right. me for the rest of my life. So. That's true. I thought it was one of those things, but like, as like a progressive story, I was just like, oh no. He just needed something to like keep him holding on. Right. In a way. And Andromeda was his reason to just pass on his talent. Mm-hmm. Pass on his knowledge. Mm-hmm. And she's of, a stubborn little thing. And so. she is, so. Very resilient. <laughs> so it, it really worked out for yeah. both of them. Mm-hmm. And the funny part of the story for me was whenever she decided to go back to get him to help. And he was just like, I only told you to come to me if somebody was killing you. Why are you here? She's like, well, I need your help. He's like, well, I wasn't going to help you. So, yeah, so... <laughs> close the door. She's like, bet. I'm going to scream to the top of my lungs <laughs> until you come, come out. Help. She's like, okay, calm down. Because, like, even him, like, bringing her back to the palace, like, mm-hmm. after she, like, crashed the amulet that she's going to need. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I'm not going in there. <laughs> he's like, no. 
And she's like, but I need your help. He's like, too damn bad. Like, Sorry, this is where it ends. Like, because I'm pretty much sending you in on a death mission. So yeah. And then Sawa came out and she was like, oh no, you're, you're going to help my son. Help. And I'm taking your leg with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I think it's just so funny because like he's such a strong individual and he's a man and just seeing these women like boss him yeah. around and manipulate him into this thing it it was funny it was funny mm-hmm. the the book has a lot of like it has really good comedic timing it does cuz like it sprinkles in these really like funny moments throughout the like awful stuff that's happening in this house yeah like people going missing mm-hmm. which is like code for like getting mauled yeah. by the spirit hyena yeah and it was so weird because like it was hard for me to envision what was going on in my head and she was just like yeah the furniture in this house it keeps moving around and then she's just like oh no it's just you're placing these on top yeah. of these lumps in the yeah. house i was just like what the actual head yeah when i figured that out because i didn't even like it really didn't click with me until after peggy was mauled Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, you can tell that was, like, a thigh, and you can tell this was this, and there's, Saba's, like, just kind of moving the furniture <laughs> over, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then the whole thing with the house bleeding after another person who works there is, like, taken, because when the book starts, like, there's, like, four people working there, and they're like, yeah, we're all that's left, everybody keeps going missing, everybody keeps leaving. Yeah. And they're like, leaving? And they're like, Yeah. We don't talk about We don't it. talk about that. They just go. And then you know. Magnus gets moody sometimes, so we just try to avoid We just it. try to just, you know, avoid it. We're going to wear our gray wool outfits and not talk about it. Yeah. And also stay in a room past 10 p.m. because that's when the awakening happens. So. And Adjavna's just like, mm, no, I'm going to... I'm going to walk around. Yeah. Because, you know, it's my job. It's my job. This is when, like, this is the best time to cleanse. Yeah. And, like, after that first night when she doesn't wear the amulet, she's like, oh, oh no. no. What like, if I got myself that. into? Yeah. Um, Magnus was intolerable to me. Yeah, I didn't get the appeal. I'm like, you, str- like, Andromeda is so well written. She's like this strong, really like cool girl. Yeah. And this is what you fall for. And I'm not gonna say I did not like the the love story because I did because I'm a sucker for a good love story. Yeah. And. I remember during the week, I was telling you about it, and I was like, Ebony, this isn't a fantasy book. This is a love story. (laughs) Yes. And, like, I really liked their love story because it was kind of, like, enemies to lovers. Like, she was like, this guy is the worst. He's like, like, he does not let me do my job. No, he will not let me do my job. It's so annoying. She spent so much time being alone Mm -hmm. because she is used to, like, working alongside Jimber, who was like, fend for yourself. Don't bother me. If this is not how you, what you're doing does not help you survive, don't do it. Don't do it. And she's like, I don't want to help you pick out clothes. Like, I don't want your opinion <laughs> on your jacket. Like, I just want to do my job. And he's like, hey, do you want a new dress? And she's like, stop talking to me. Yeah. Like, stop giving me chocolates. Like, like, please don't do anything nice to for me ever. <laughs> like, But also, don't. I'm going to be kind of jealous when your fiance is here. Yeah. And then the fact that um he kissed her and because like she didn't originally know that was his fiance. That's true. And so she was like, okay, maybe I can fall for this guy. And immediately after, they're like, okay, like let's try this out. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like really moody. He's not talking to her. And she's like, what's going on? Yeah. And then she finds out like, oh yeah, Kalayla and him are like engaged to be married. Engaged to be married. You didn't know that? And she's like, no. <laughs> I didn't know the man that I just promised to love At to least try, try it out is engaged. I yeah. did not know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's really funny because like the relationship between Magnus and Kalayla doesn't seem like an engaged couple. It's more, it almost seems like she's very much like, oh, he is rich. He is handsome. And yeah, this makes sense that I would be with him. Yeah. It's like one of those arranged marriages, but like they were gifted the opportunity to actually get to know each other. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, get to know him because you obviously can't marry him with this curse. Yeah. Because you will die if you look into his eyes. Which she does anyway. Which she does anyway. And I was so proud of her for that because the way she's written is you kind of grow to hate her. You're like, ugh. She's, she's so, so annoying. She's so yeah. rude and so mean and like spiteful but then when they need a volunteer to look into magnus's eyes so they can bring out the demon hyena Mm -hmm. she's like i'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. and you're like wow like you do care about something other than yourself Mm -hmm. like i love like the care this book had such good character growth for like every main character yeah like everybody by the end of the book you're like oh Mm -hmm. great like i love to see this Mm -hmm. everybody grew from the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for Magnus, I guess. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's always gonna be moody and sad and just he's definitely very much bipolar. Yeah. Undiagnosed. Yeah. But I don't think it's so bad that he I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to keep my medical opinions to myself. Yes, I am not a professional. But it seems to be manageable without medication. Yeah. I feel like he just needed some good to happen in his life. Like, he kind of watched his dad. And his, You know, his dad sucked. Mm-hmm. And then his dad did the awful thing to his mom. Yeah. And then it's like... Now he's, like, the sins of the father. The sins of the father. Yeah go to the sun like he kind of saw his dad like know he has this curse and hire someone to kill him so he wouldn't have to deal with it and then mm-hmm. he just kind of went to magnus and you don't ever get to look anybody in the eye and all he really longs for is eye contact like when they're having that conversation he's like well what do you like like what makes you feel this romantically he's like eye contact <laughs> it's like the one thing i've been the lacking one thing i've been lacking i cannot look at anyone in the eyes mm-hmm. because then they will die yeah, and, like, it's so sad because, like, he'll go around and, like, he accidentally made eye contact with that woman's man. I forgot. I forget all of their names. It's been so long. And then he was just like, I think I looked at him. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry, Magnus. <laughs> like, there are times where I actually really do feel bad for him because he is such a genuinely happy and like carefree person mm-hmm. but he can just be so intolerable sometimes. yeah he is written to be really like annoying and even when jimber meets him he's like this is who you're crying over is like this is the boy you love it's like what did i how did i raise you to not be <laughs> like is this me is this my fault <laughs> and then he was just like is it because i couldn't hug you growing up is that the problem is this why and this is who you chose to hug <laughs> 
And she's like, well, I just want someone to hug. <laughs> to hug. So, I mean, the opportunity presented itself. So. And he wouldn't go away. I told him multiple times. And he stood here, so. Yeah. Here I am. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Magnus. Yeah. The most touching part of the story is the ending. Because, like, I'm really, I love to try to guess out an ending. Mm-hmm. So, I was really sad that I was right. Whenever, I was just like. Somebody needs to die. Like, it mm-hmm. can't, oh, like, somebody yeah. has to die. <laughs> and now I'm just like, it's clearly not going to be a drama. So here's Jember being forced into the house. He did not want to go here. He told him three years ago, I will not go into this house. Like, no, thank you. And here he is in the house. And then he's just like, so you, out of all the contracts you wanted to pick up, you picked up the one that I said no to. And she's like, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> now help me. It's like, I said no. You should leave. Do not go back. I want to help him. And she's like, mm, well, I'm in love now, so I've got to go back. And he's like, is this about money? I can give you money. <laughs> he's like, hey, anything. Let's Don't not go do back. Yeah. He was like, just let the evil eye die with, with the house. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't do that. She's like, I would politely decline. <laughs> Sorry. And, like, I can never guess at things. It is both a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always surprised. Mm-hmm. So, reading, watching movies, everything's always really fun for me. Because I'm never like, okay, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Always surprised. Mm-hmm. So, I finished the last, like, 50 pages this morning. And I'm, like, blowing through these pages because it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, probably the page that Jimbert does die. Yeah. I'm like... Oh no. I was like, oh yeah. Like whenever I was just like, oh wait a minute. Somebody has to die. Somebody has to die. I put down the book. Cause I was just like, no. it's gonna be Jimber. And I like Jimber. I love that kind of personality. And like you really grow to love it too. Yeah. And you're just like, no. You just like, you just kind of, like, admitted that you do love a drama like a daughter. Yeah. Like, you're getting things right with Saba, even though, like, she's going to die when yeah. the house dies, so. Yeah, that's what, like, really, like, brought it to a head for me, because, like, whenever a character seems to, like, be tying up all of his yeah, loose ends, ends you're like, like, oh, no, no. this is the end. No. It was... It was really sad. Because, like, you kind of watch him bleed out. Yeah, because I remember, I was just like, why can't you just let Magnus die? You can always find another <laughs> You can always find more love. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's another guy out there. But you're never going to be able to replace your dad. And she's like, anyway. Because <laughs> he's just like, well, obviously, I'm the one that can do it faster. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no. And then he has to try to hold back Saba, the person that loves him. She has no control. She's out she... here crying and doing all of this. It's really emotional. It's really well built up. And it's just like, oh, no. Jimmy's going to die. It really is. And the thing about the whole end of the book, where they finally defeat the evil eye and they set the house on fire and they're leaving... It's interesting because I thought this was going to happen a little earlier. Oh. Whenever they're using um Kalela as a decoy, and I was like, there's like so much of the book left. This mm-hmm. can't be it. But like obviously this they're gonna use her as a decoy, they're mm-hmm. gonna attack, it's gonna make sense. He's gonna 
everything's gonna happen and I was like oh and then I felt like the evil eye killing Peggy is really what like made Andromeda be like no I need Jimber yeah I'm gonna need his help because even though like she already went and like forged her little amulet underneath his like watchful eye she's like it's not enough like I need him yeah and it made the battle scene so much better mm-hmm yeah very good so, would you recommend this story to other people? I would, especially if it's for people who are like, oh, fantasy's not for me. So, mm-hmm. more more people like myself. Yeah. Because you do get that nice, like, fantasy element with the manifestations, and it's really nice about how it explains it, because it's not so heavy on, like, the, okay, well, this is what it is, and this is the, how it came from, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, nope. This is what a manifestation is. Mm-hmm. This is what it's doing in the house. This is what it's doing to people. Mm-hmm. And then everything else to me kind of felt like just different. Like there was obviously like the love story between Andromeda and Magnus, the love story between Jimber and Saba, mm-hmm. the love story between Kalela and Magnus. Mm-hmm. There's a friendship between Saba and Andromeda, mm-hmm. kind of a budding friendship between Andromeda and Kalela, like the loss of Peggy, who was taking care of Magnus since birth, mm-hmm. and the whole kind of like mourning and grief and having to tell Magnus like yeah Peggy's not coming back like yeah. Peggy's left mm-hmm. like he's like left where left where and like even like the brother like SJ is like what do you mean she left she would never leave and then, Magnus and, and then is like, like shut up like, yes yeah, she just said she's done with this house like she's tired of she's tired of this of us trying to trying to cleanse the house she just you know get this out she said no. Mm-hmm. Like, so the story is so well written with the relationships of every character that to me, it didn't feel like a fantasy novel. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a really good, interesting, non, not nonfiction, fiction. I don't want to say like thriller because it, it didn't feel like a thriller to me. Mm-hmm. Almost like maybe suspense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suspense fantasy. Very good. I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. I would give it. Probably like, I would say a solid like seven and a half out of ten. Okay, cool. Your husband was telling me that I rate books too high. He's like, your <laughs> rating system actually doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he was like, you you can talk really badly about a book, but you'll still rate it really high. Like you're you're too nice about your ratings. <laughs> and like in my head, if I like something, I'm like, okay, yeah, ten. Mm-hmm. Everything's a ten. Yeah, same. I was actually going through my good books, and I'm just like, huh. A lot of these are fives, but if I really don't like it, I'm giving it a solid three. <laughs> See, if I really don't like it, I'll give it a four. Because mm-hmm. I feel better. Like, somebody worked really hard to make this. So, like, I don't want to give it less than a five. Like, like all of my... I I feel like if I pulled up my Goodreads yeah. for a second, we could see that everything I... Let's see. It's going to be a bunch of fives. I have a five. Okay, I do have a couple of threes. Because I feel so bad. I'm like, oh, they really try. They really put their they really put this out there on the line. They had an idea, it's original, they wanted to like put it out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can't give anything less than a three and mm-hmm. I won't. Yeah, same. And like right, I mean, because I wouldn't want people to do that to me. I definitely don't want that to me. <laughs> 
So yeah, I'm like, uh, the lowest, please three. The lowest is three. <laughs> like, if you absolutely hated it, please still give me a three. Yeah. If you loved it, give me a five. If you liked it, give me a five. Yes. But if you hate it, three. Three. It's no three lower. or five. No lower. Three or five. No lower. Yeah. Four, four is almost petty. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you could very easily just give me a five. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just slide it up one more. <laughs> but So yeah, I'm giving it a seven and a half. I feel like it's a really good book. The plot's really good. The mm-hmm. character's really well written. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that would stop me from giving it a little higher, I wish that like the last days of Jimber and Saba in the house were like maybe a couple extra days because I did love to see that relationship like come back to itself and like it was really nice to read and it was nice to see him soften up and I would have loved a little bit more of that yeah I felt like it was so bittersweet because it's like it was like seeing somebody finally make that big break and then dying the next day yeah it was really hard to see that and it's like you know that like you kind of knew and i'm saying this in hindsight because i did not know this reading the book but Mm -hmm. like if saba is going to die Mm -hmm. and jimber's like have like restarting this relationship with her if she does die and he did not die Mm -hmm. he would probably be more jaded more bitter more angry like, even the way that he did, like, the prayer to God. Because God is also, like, a really big part of this book. Like, it Andromeda is. has a really strong faith in God. She mm-hmm. was raised in the churches. Because mm-hmm. they're the people that, like, hire out the Debitras. Right. And she's like, okay, Jim, you need to pray for me. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay, God, like, I'm giving you one last shot. And if you hurt, hurt her, I'm through with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because, <laughs> like, it's just the... you know that he does still believe like clearly yeah but it's just like he has such a jaded relationship like i couldn't imagine if like he left the burning house with them and like the love of his life is dead Mm -hmm. he's never gonna see her again like in any capacity yeah like you kind of see andromeda being her own person with a new love interest so you might not even see her all the time yeah so he might have been more bitter, more angry, more jaded, but I felt like his storyline kind of needed to end so Andromeda could step up as, like, the best. Yeah. The Beatra. Mm-hmm. Now that she knows how to, like, cleanse a hyena. A demon hyena. He's like, ooh. Which is just as terrifying as it sounds. <laughs> and she did not die. Mm-mm. So, so that makes her number five. There you go. And she's the best. <laughs> so it all worked out for her in the end and i think it was such a lovely ending to have her find the letter that he left for her yes that was really nice mm-hmm. especially because she was kind of wondering why he never wrote a letter back to saba like she was like why couldn't you just write her back a letter and he's just like, Mm-mm. <laughs> like stop asking about my personal life <laughs> it's like stop being so nosy and the letter was so nice because it was kind of like you know Saba, why did I let you get this way? Like, I'm so sad about it. Mm-hmm. Why did you hire my daughter? <laughs> it was more like a, he's, gosh darn. God. <laughs> like, like, why? Why are you being so bitter? Yeah, like, please stop. Leave us alone. <laughs> I'm not cleansing your house. 
my daughter shouldn't be there. You better send her back in one piece. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's like, I will not go into that house, yeah. but I will throw rocks at it until you send my daughter out or something. And it was just really nice because it wasn't like a super sappy letter because if, if the letter would have been super sappy, yeah. I would have been like, okay. That, he did not yeah, write He this. didn't write that. Like, who who put that there? Yeah. But the letter was very much in his voice. Like, <laughs> very, like, sarcastic, yeah. bitter angry but that like very low loving father at the end like yes. send my daughter back in one piece or i'm coming for you or or you'll, you'll have to deal with me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i love you but i love her right i love her more <laughs> i don't i don't know what to tell you yeah i really did love it and i was so excited whenever you said you did like it so i did my rating for it was a four out of five okay because I hate Magnus. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like he is intolerable. Yeah. Zero gross. <laughs> like, I love that he had a good ending. I just wish he stopped being so annoying. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like he has to be annoying kind of to, like, balance out Andromeda being so, like, serious and, like, mm-hmm. about her business. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, um, after we get done with all this, we can talk about the wedding. And she's like, what are you talking about? It's like, what are you saying? What do you mean wedding plans? And then, like, especially whenever she was reading the note, and he was, like, basically hovering over her shoulder, yeah. like, well, I got her now. Like, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he's like, you can't have her back because she's mine. So, I'm like, well, he's dead. So. And you're like, all right. You're just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... That is it for these within these wicked walls by Bye. Lauren Blackwood. Yes, and if you read it, let us know about it. And if you haven't, sorry we spoiled you, but go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's still worth the read, definitely for sure. All right, come back to the next episode, and we're going to talk about the chain. Bye. Bye.